I had the pleasure of taking some of our St. John's youth on a summer trip. But where did you go? Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you, Scott. The voice of the youth here. Good question. We ended up going to Raleigh and Wilmington in North Carolina. Blah, blah. I'm sure all you did was lay on the beach and watch Henry's sandstone get sunburned again. Okay, Scott, you, you are right. We did have to watch Henry and really all of our youth to make sure that they covered themselves adequately with sunblock. Yes, the temperature, depending on our day, 85 to 90 degrees with maybe 60 to 70 percent humidity. But, Scott, we actually worked on job sites, visited historical sites, and had lots of conversation about racial perspectives. I'm bored. Are we there yet? Yes, yes, the famous, famous phrase that all youth say on road trips. So, um, Scott, funny you should say that. We actually did fly into Raleigh and then drive for four hours to Wilmington on the coast, and we were lucky that the diocesan youth worker, Beth Crow, invited us into her house to stay the first and the last night. No, I mean, are we there yet? Did anything happen? Give me stories. Get to the good stuff already. All right, all right. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Scott. Um, stories. Okay, um, so one of the neatest things that happened was that we worked in a variety of job sites. And, Scott, thank you for your suggestion. Why don't I invite Carmen Detmer up here to share a little bit about that experience working on one of our sites. Finally, I get to hear what really happened. <laughs> Good morning. My name is Carmen Detmer. Over the summer, I went on the youth pilgrimage trip to North Carolina. We spent most of our time in Wilmington, a town that has a lot of historical significance around racial issues. Um, The program was focused around the book Crow, which takes place in Wilmington in 1898, during the end of Reconstruction. The book was about the only coup d'etat pulled off in in American history. Many blacks were killed because they were gaining power in society. Going to Wilmington was a very intense experience. We visited memorials. We heard old stories told by some of the elders who grew up in North Carolina. We engaged in uncomfortable conversations in order to understand each other, and we got to tour the town, and we did a few days of community service. The community service was one of the things I really enjoyed. We went to a woman named Miss Speller's house. Her house had been damaged during the hurricane. We we repainted her porch. We did replant it and painted the inside of her house. After we were done, she took us inside, And she had this amazing little museum of African-American history. All over the walls, she had pictures of black leaders and artists. She had some artifacts of African culture as well. It felt good helping her with her house because that left her more time to work on and share her museum. My journey to Wilmington was was really enlightening. I deepened my religious beliefs, and I met a lot of amazing people. We worked very hard to understand and work through the trauma of our past. I want you all to be reassured, as I was, that there is progress with racial reconciliation. There are people educating my generation about it and teaching us to talk it through. I want to thank everyone from the bottom of my heart to help make this trip possible. All of you who donated to the Youth Fund and Tom and Ginger. Thank you so much. Thank you, Carmen. Thank you, Carmen. What about some of the people you met? I want to hear about the personalities you met. Wasn't there one who really impressed you? Scott, you you really have a great memory. 
Are, are you related to this final speaker? Cameron, tell me a story. Isn't there someone who you met who really left an impression? I will tell you a story. <laughs> All right. So uh, on, I think it was Saturday, we fly into to Raleigh, and we stay at uh, this worker, Beth's house, who was amazing. And we drive to Wilmington, and we get to this church that we're staying at, and it's a huge church. It it was really big, and there were there was this custodian there named Wes. Wes had a hard childhood, to say the least. He and he was just this amazing guy. Uh, so we the first night we get put into our dorms, and the boys' dorm and the other boys' dorm there were about twelve to fourteen boys, and one had the smart idea, or they had the smart idea to throw pencils at ceiling tiles and see if they could break it or anything like that, like you do. And so we wake up the next morning and we go out to the main dining hall and we find the ceiling tile laying there, discovered by Wes and the adults standing around it. And they told us, look guys, this isn't okay. Like the whole group, they told us, this isn't okay. You need to figure out a way to make this right. So we all decided to brainstorm and figure out ways. Me and Henry led the discussion, and we came up with making, uh, asking Wes if we could do anything for him to help him, uh, like sweep or anything like that, and to make it up. And so we ask him, and he says, "No, I didn't. I didn't want to. I didn't turn this in for you guys to like help me or be punished or anything. I did it so you would be held accountable because that's an important lesson." And we all took that to heart, and we were like, okay, we're going to make him a card. So we make him a card, and we get everyone to sign it, the whole 40-plus kids that were on that trip. And he is touched by this card. He was so incredibly happy uh, when we presented it, presented him with it that he posted it on his Facebook in a picture of him smiling. And at the end of uh, the trip, we are saying our final goodbyes. We're praying and Wes comes up and asks, hey, can I pray for you guys? And of course we're going to say yeah. And he goes on the most amazing prayer I've ever heard. He was talking about the army of God protecting us and just the most powerful heartfelt prayer I've ever heard. Tom even thought it was the most powerful prayer he's ever heard. And the, the, at the end, he starts kind of stuttering, running out of things to say, and then he speaks in tongues. He went on for about 15 seconds in this ancient language from God. The very thing that I, a year earlier, kind of joked about with my friends, like there is no way this exists when taught about in theology class. And I just think that through this, it was a very important moment in the trip, kind of discovering faith, discovering that it does in fact exist, and I personally experienced that. And that was the main kind of story for my trip. Thank you, Cameron, uh, and thank you, Carmen. Um, I, I have to say also thank you to all the parents and all the people out here who helped make this trip possible. It isn't easy to talk about race really in any context, 
and to explore where race intersects in people's lives, where it intersects in our own lives, is hard. And today's gospel where it says we need to pray always and not to lose heart is appropriate. As someone who commutes over from Walnut Creek, if you read in eConnect, and who works out in the morning in Oakland, our bay is a huge and complicated space. There is a tremendous range of people's living conditions, and I want to again acknowledge these youth and their sacrifice to make this trip across the country. Um, We heard stories of the Wilmington uh, race riots, this coup that was very impressive, Um, and the desegregation uh, situation that happened afterwards. Um, And coming on the heels of last summer's trip, where we all went around California to learn about our own state's history of race in microcosm, this was a huge trip. And I couldn't be more proud of how they showed leadership, especially in challenging situations where they are asked to be accountable. Um, They took responsibility when things got tough and seemed to be also the life of the party. And fundamentally, we can't talk about everything that happened on the trip. And I'm going to work with Chris to create a forum. And if anybody wants to ask questions, see some photos, and get deeper insight into the trip beyond this uh, preaching, um, we'll do that. And it wouldn't have been possible without your support, the support of people like you who made this possible. Thank you, thank you, thank you, so much for believing in these youth and, and supporting them financially. We look forward to even more ambitious trip this coming summer as we head off to South Africa. And this will be an incredible opportunity to walk in the footsteps of Nelson Mandela and to learn about apartheid. And it's all possible because of you. Thank you and God bless.